G'day and welcome back to another edition of Comic BS. I am Beach. I hope everybody enjoyed your Christmas. Um, straight up going to apologise for any weird sounds or anything you might hear on this episode. The Not sure how the quality is going to be. I'm not going to lie. I'm recording this in my work van outside of my day job in the car park because I read this book and I just had to talk about it right a fucking way. I, I could not wait. Um, I've been waiting for it for a while to come out. That's a lie. I've been waiting a month because, let's be honest, the issue one came out a month earlier. Um, I just want to get straight into it because it was fucking fantastic. And also, I've got no dog around me because I'm sitting in a van. I've got no child. I'm sitting in a van. Um, basically, I'm just being a creeper sitting in a van with a cup of coffee. Which I just spilled all over my chest. Fuck me. Oh, anyway. Um, so if there's any background noise or anything like that, I do apologize. I'll fix what I can in post. But, um, yeah, I'm going to do everyone's favorite thing and start off on a second issue of a book because the first issue was more of a lead into this issue. Obviously, you know, one two comes after one and so on and so forth, so that's probably going to happen. But I feel like issue one of this book was more of a, uh, a setup. It could have probably been an issue zero, and this could have started off fresh as an issue one. But you know what? I didn't write this. Um, no, I really didn't write this, because this is written by uh, Tiny Howard. Teeny Howard? Tiny Howard? Oh, I'm fucking... Art by Selor, Selor, Selor. Yeah, that'll do. Oh, work that out. Oh, and Crank's back on letters. I think we found a Crank on an earlier episode somewhere. You get that. This book, Hack Slash Resurrection. If you haven't read Hack Slash before in the past you should do yourself a favor and go back and read Hack Slash. If you're not a huge comic book fan, I am about to make you a massive comic book fan with this. Hack Slash Resurrection. Quick backstory of issue one. I know I don't normally do this, but it starts off with uh, Casey Hack in isolation. She's put herself in there. She goes around and kills supernatural or undead things, was killing undead things with her partner, Vlad. Vlad was killed at the end of the run of Hackslash. So, um, Hackslash Resurrection straight up, we're all like, oh, fuck, Vlad's back, but no. Unfortunately, issue one, Vlad was not back. So, let's get stuck into Hackslash Resurrection issue two. The front cover artwork is fucking amazing. It's got Casey Hack standing there holding her kiss at bat down between her legs and her fucking fishnet and her black bra and her little mini skirt. Mm, yummy. Casey Hack is just one 
very beautiful lady. Uh, and then to her right, we see a blonde girl with um, blue jumper and very short shorts holding another version of the Kiss It baseball bat with nails and everything hanging out of it. And they're standing outside of a camp sign, like a school camp, not a school camp, um, like a whatever they're called in uh, the other side of the world there. Um, where you go, summer camp, that's the one I'm looking for. We don't have them in Australia, and I'm happy about it. I just think our school year is different. Um, but, yeah, that's me. So, getting into it, it starts off, it's first panel, it's um, Casey hacks eyes, and she's just glaring. She's like, oh, I thought about it before in my darkest moments. We all have. I'm not proud of it, but I do wonder how many first graders I could take in a fight. Now, come on, we've all been there. I fucking think about it way too often. You know, how many fucking toddlers do you reckon you can take on at once? I reckon comfortably I could take on at least maybe 30 toddlers before they overcome me. And I used to say more, but after dealing with one constantly, I reckon, yeah, 30. 30 probably comfortably. And then it's got all these kids cheering, holding fucking axes and bats and spanners and knives and fucking all sorts of weapons in the air, like, welcome, Counselor Hack! And she's got a baseball bat over her head. And the, the, the lady standing next to her is like, uh, yeah, put the bat down. I'm glad you made it to camp. And she's like, well, yeah, okay. Here's all your fucking kids that you'll be counseling. So these are the kids that have um, dealt with supernatural or undead things and they're learning how to deal with their PTSD and, you know, think before they act and get away from it. And so she's introducing them. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, it sounds super safe. Yeah, you've just come from weapon making. Yay, yay, all right. So she sends the kids back to her, um, back to their cabins. Excuse me while I have a quick coffee break. Mmm, Coffee. Um, she sends the kids back to the camp. Like, bye, counselor hack. And she's like, all right, well, you know, we'll take you down. We'll get you settled in. I'll send my daughter down to give you some food or any leftovers that you want, um, so you can get all settled in. And she's going down there, and she's like, oh yeah, okay, great. So she's like, welcome. I'm so happy you're here with us. Truly. And Casey just looks fucking like what. She's like, sure. And it's weird seeing Casey dressed in like a t-shirt, a jacket and jeans because she doesn't traditionally wear many clothes. Um, and then she's like, oh, here's a pamphlet. You're going to do a great job. And then the next one's Casey just walking still through. Like she, she's told her where to go, but she's just walking through the woods by herself. And she reads the um, Welcome to Camp Indigo River Established 2016 pamphlet. Now, I'll do a quick... Quick little mini bead reads here for you. So for those who haven't got the book sitting in front of them, they can see what we're dealing with. So, a self-actualizing outdoor learning experience for kids and tweens who have been affected by violent crimes and supernatural experiences. While so many experiences for kids and tweens affected by violence and the supernatural seek to provide therapeutic care, here at Camp Indigo River, we seek to empower these youngsters with the training they need to defend themselves from the threats they fear. Your youngsters will work with actual adult supervisors, supervisors of pet-natural violence to feel empowered in their own planning for the future. College won't teach them to aim for the head, but we will. Camp 
is here to help. And a nice little acoustic, acoustic, acrostic poem here. Camp C. Calmly assess your threat. A. Aim for the head. M. Mask the supernatural presence. And P. Prepare for next time. Dominic Peastree, Camp Counselor. Wow. That's a lot, says Casey Hack. So, straight up, you can see that these kids aren't exactly fucking normal by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and Casey's like, oh, what am I dealing with? And that's the same thing that I'm feeling right now as we turn the page. It's like, what are we going to deal with? Turn the page and then, oh, this must be me, a fucking really shitty little shack in the middle of the fucking woods. It looks like a beach shack down in Frankston, just on the beach there, but obviously it's not a beach shack because it's not a fucking beach. And then uh, Casey's putting some stuff away and a little voice from the other side of the room says, hey, and Casey thinks to herself, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no, as a very beautiful girl walks through with two slider hamburgers. And she's like, they're more like hockey pucks than food, but it's very nice to meet you, Casey. Uh, and Casey's just like, oh, cool, uh, thanks, cool, uh, yeah, thanks, cool. And this uh, blonde girl in very short shorts says, you said that already. And then Casey thinks in her mind, mind of minds, slick as fuck. Um... Casey, uh, Hackslash is a book that uh, is quite happy to drop the fuck words, just like I am quite happy to drop the fuck words. Coffee break. So uh, if you have uh, children around and they do read your comic books, this is probably not one for them, unless you're a parent like me and you just, you know, censor out the swear words when you're reading your child a fucking Punisher Max comic book. Um... And she's like, oh, yeah, so I did. Uh, should I go for training? And she, the uh, blonde bimbo is just like, "I, sorry, she's not a bimbo. I don't know her. She's a bimbo. We don't know her. Um, I'm more of a brunette guy myself. Like, Casey Hack actually looks a lot like my wife. Um, right now, if you can. And she's like, oh, for She's got a fucking burger in her mouth. I think loosely translated as uh, full mouth language that's shit, sorry. She's like, ah, don't stress, you know, we're pretty lax around here. We save our stress for the monster hunting. And then uh, Casey and Blondie start walking. I should probably uh, go back and see if she has a name here. Uh, Nice to meet you, Casey. Do you know what? We haven't actually been giving her a name yet. Um, We just know that it's fucking the other counselor's daughter. Older than we thought, because when they're at a camp, a camp full of kids, and she says, my daughter, and she's not a very old-looking lady, you'd think maybe six or seven-year-old's going to bring it in. But no, this chick looks full-grown and full-developed. Um, so they're walking down, and then um, there's a bunch of kids trying to talk to Councillor Peastree, and she's like, uh, yes, Kyla. Uh, why don't we use, why can't we use the paintball guns to shoot stuff? And this kid's standing there with a knife, and the other kids are like smug as fuck around him. And they're all lined up, and they've got fucking axes and bats and nightsticks and fucking hell. And then uh, Casey just mutters under her breath, future frustrated males of America, charming. And then uh, is just all like, great question. Uh, many of our biggest threats don't respond to projectiles. So it's important that we tr- are trained in the use of melee, and most importantly, improvised weaponry. 
Our new friend, Councillor Hack, knows all about that, right? And then uh, Blondie pushes Hack into the middle of the circle. And she's got a big grin on her face, and Casey does not look too impressed. She's like, uh, yeah, so uh, here's the thing, but uh, never, uh, the bat never runs out of ammo? Yeah, yeah, bat never runs out of ammo. And it's, um, it's not sharp, so you don't have to worry about that. Um, most anything can be killed with a gun or a sword can pretty much be killed with a bat. She's like, I don't fucking know. Bats just the cool. Um, then we've got fucking someone screaming, hey, and all of a sudden, there's a dude with a chainsaw and a, um, bandana over his face. Uh, another dude with a mask. Looks kind of a bit like Vlad's mask, actually. Uh, and then a chick with a blood-stained dress, long skirt, and a couple of knives. The, one of the masked dudes grabs the young child, and then the whack! Baseball back to the back of the fucking head. So hard in the back of the head, it cracked the front of the mask. Casey's standing there, she's got nails all fucking hanging out of her bat. She's like, who the fuck is next, fuckos? And then uh, from the side of the uh, panel there, uh, Casey, our counsellors provide a fun, safe, live action experience. Casey's just like, uh, what? Oh, as she realizes, she's just knocked the fuck out of one of the counselors. Whoops. Um, and then the uh, peace trees all like, we ambush, in quotation marks, each other in costumes to use live role-playing as a means of testing reflexes. But you just brained one of my counselors. Um, I heard that and I was like... You know what? Maybe that's something you probably should have led with. I mean, you've got her there for a reason, uh, and with Casey Hack's past, yeah, I'd pretty much just fucking hit first, ask questions later. As you turn the page there, you've got, um, yeah, you probably should have in her mind, and she decides she's going to start saying it out loud as well. So you probably should have explained that to me right away. She's clearly pissed. Uh, Peastree's clearly pissed. Um... And then so her daughter steps in the middle and puts a hand on both shoulders to separate them. Uh, Blondie's all like, "Uh, Casey, like, just got here. Why don't you finish teaching the class and we'll get her some food that isn't cold hockey puck burgers? And then her mum's all like, yeah, sounds like a really wise idea. Casey bends down and touches the counsellor, who I'm surprised is fucking moving. That bat has got a lot of fucking nails hanging out of it, and he's just taking a walloping to the back of the head. And this fucking cunt's just like, uh, I'm sitting up and moving. Casey sits down and says, uh, Hey, man, are you okay? And the kid's in the background, yeah. And then another little girl in the background, Man, Tony had such nice teeth, too. Uh, hit him in the back of the fucking head and his teeth are all still there, you stupid little girl. And Blondie bends down. Hey, I don't know shit about baseball, so I can't make any jokes as your, um, as your, to your prowess with that thing. But mum's pissed, so we should leave. Casey's just sitting there. Yeah, let's, let's... And you turn the page and it's got Casey and Blondie back into the, I'm guessing, the food hall or whatever you want to call that, where they go and eat the food. There's some really nice light fittings there, actually. I, I stopped on this page for a while and I'm just looking at these light fittings going, fuck, they would look really nice when I finally get around to um, renovating my kitchen. I, I really like the fucking dome look there. Um, 
And they got all the timber uh, bench tables out there. Seems to be a lot more tables than there is kids, but there's obviously more kids getting around somewhere that we just haven't seen yet. Uh, would be a guess. I don't know how many people go to camp. Uh, so she takes her in there and she's just like, uh, so everyone found out he'd just taken a sub story from Goosebumps novel and mum fired him. So we're coming in the middle of the conversation. Um, Casey's replying, ha, people will do just about anything to feel special. I found, pardon me. Uh, sits down on the table and Blondie's just like goo goo gaga for fucking Casey Hackier. You seem pretty special without trying, though. That's so cool. Casey's just staring into her fucking big blue eyes, and she's, uh, um, yeah, listen. And then we finally get a name. Lori, she says. Yeah, Lori, no offense, but I need to get involved with a 19-year-old this summer. Like, I need to chug a coffee cup of oven cleaner. And then, uh... Laurie's all, oh, yeah, it's cool, Heathers, yeah, I love that movie. And Casey throws her head back in the air like, God damn it! So she's obviously just become a little bit cooler in Casey's book, as I see, because um, when I find, when I use a reference that is uh, old school or I think no one's going to get and someone gets it, I'm like, well, fuck you. That's the first date out of my wi- with my wife when um, she found out I like cartoons and she told me, asked me what my favourite cartoon was and at the time I replied with Neon Genesis Evangelion and she replied with Get Fucked and I was like, okay, I guess it's over she's like, that's my favourite too and I was like, god fucking damn it so, um, anyway (laughs) hey, don't stress, it's cool I can help but like, you know but I'll keep it on lockdown so she's like, yeah, I like you, Casey, as well. So maybe we should, you know, bit of scissor action. Scissor action, Jesus Christ, what am I, like 13? Uh, on the DL. So they sit down and they have a bit of a fucking chat. Uh, turns out Peachtree knows, knew Casey's mum before she was a slasher. Uh, went all fucking crazy and she starts giving the story. It's like, ah, oh, so mum, you know, you know, never thought you'd know someone that would go, uh, and Casey's like, you can say crazy. My mum was fucking crazy. And she's like, okay, crazy. But after watching her daughter get bullied, so she started this camp, both to help kids that have been through it and to deal, and to deal with their own fears. She was pretty close to your mum once. Maybe. Crazy people have friends too. I mean, look at me. And so she does a big stretch. It's like, mum said uh, you can't... You wouldn't come down off your mountaintop, but here you are, because she was in that mountaintop hiding away in issue one. Uh, she's like, I've been trying to avoid the world, but, um, you know, the ill-rested undead wouldn't stop avoiding me. And 19-year-old Blondie Laurie's all like, uh, explain. She's like, a zombies attacked me. Fucking right down. Tracked me right down. Zombies in prison jumpsuits. And she's all like, fuck, what? Prison jumpsuits? No shit. And so they go for a walk. They get their torches out. They get to a big fucking crate. Casey shines the torch on. Laurie's ass as she's bending over, unlocking the crate. And she's like, holy shit, when did these guys arrive? As you look into the crate, and they're zombies in prison suits with uh, fucking stink coming off them. I at first thought it was a big, uh, giant um, stick going right through their fucking chest, but no, it's a big stink bar. So she's like, um, oh, you know fucking couple of weeks ago. So you took these fuckers out? So, yeah, on your own? Yeah, with a fire axe. Pretty neat, right? Like you? I oh, sorry, you like? And she's like, I do. Does your mum know about them? Yeah, I 
think that might be part of what drove her to finally call you as they jumped down. She's like, great. So she's been hired as an exterminator, not as a counsellor. Fucking brilliant. So, Laura, you got your uh, fire axe? I don't think it's an innuendo for anything, but Laurie's all like, oh yeah, sure do. The hell yeah, they're going to go investigate. So they run off into the woods like a couple of fucking Scooby-Doo heroes. And they uh, start walking. We've got a fire axe and a backpack and a kiss at baseball bat and the other one. Um, just walking along, starts talking. They're having a bit of a chat to each other. Um, just, so we just stroll across the field, she says, nah, we're going to want to try to get somewhere that, um, you know, prison buildings, like a medical, less security, and then a zombie comes up right behind Casey Hack, and it's like, you can tell we're closer, because that thing is right fucking behind me, isn't it? And then, um, Laurie muffles her mouth, she gets out her fucking fire axe, and she throws it right at the fucking zombie's face. And a thunk, whack, and then Casey comes in and smashes his leg with a baseball bat, and then they rip out the fucking thing, and then, bam! She's like, Casey! And there's fucking a heap of zombies standing outside a building. And then, um, maybe I should have given her the whole safe-sacrificing speech, honestly, because she just threw the fucking fire axe straight over Casey's head. Clearly, she's pretty fucking good with that thing. So they, um, she's like, take this. We're going to split up. So she fucking gets her bat back. And then they run around the side. They try to flank the zombies. And then bam, bam, smack, bam, fucking whatever. And then um, Laurie's all like, oh, I guess you're the fucking exterminator. And they fucking swing left. They swing right. They fucking smash the zombies in the face. Fucking zombies are falling down left, right, and center. They get to the door in the middle of the lights. are on. They're standing there surrounded by fucking zombies. There's a quick switch. Give me the fire axe. I've got to try and open this door. Urgh, whack. Bam. Bam. She fucking smashes another zombie in the head. This is Laurie this time. She's like, fuck, this feels good. The zombies are coming up on the inside. They're trying to fucking pry the door open, and then bam. Some dude opens the door and says, what in the world? Hey, let me in. By all means. I've been waiting for you, Miss Hack. And she's like, okay. No one fucking knows my name unless they're up to some sort of fucking shady shit. And they start looking around. She's like, and those fuckers out there, are they pets of yours? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm afraid they are. And he starts explaining how he was doing some experiments on fucking raising the dead, and it all went pear-shaped. And so he's sort of so, so made some uh, shadowly pushes to get Casey back, basically. So to come and clean up her, his mess. And he's like, well, you know, and they walk into a fucking uh, laboratory, and there's fucking... Um, bags going down on the table. They're all glowing bags. A couple of computers there, and this dude's down there. And he's bald head and his glasses, and he's talking. Well, they have you and your lady friend to look after them. Talking about the camp. Um, so we can't be putting kids in danger, am I right? And then so Casey and the fucking dude start having it out and they start yelling at each other. And she looks like she's going to punch him in the face. And he's like, I have no objections to your counselling work, Casey, but you know. I feel like I'm here and I can help you and she starts fucking screaming at him and it looks like they're going to punch on. He's just casually leaning back and he's like, you know, why, why are you so casual? And so Casey starts fucking questioning all these things. It's like, um, what if we hadn't been here? It's like, well, my dear, if that was the case, uh, we wouldn't have a problem to begin with, would we? And she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I'm only toying with this whole human reanimation gig hoping to run into you after all, you know? And she's like, what the fuck are you on about? She looks so confused. And she's like, you don't... I know know you said you don't need my assistance, but uh, I couldn't help myself. And he leans to the table, and he rips off the fucking sheet. Casey's face is 
all we see is Casey's face and Laurie's face to the side. But she's in a fucking pure look of, holy fuck. And turn the page. Oh my God. Your friend Vlad was always such a wonderful help to you. And there's Vlad laying on the fucking table. It looks like his eyes are open. And then Casey throws up on the floor. She's fucking speechless. Vlad. And it just ends there. So, um, fucking hell. Casey Hack could possibly be reunited with Vlad. Vlad is like a fucking undead monster thing himself, but he is just a brilliant dude. Now, I fucking got to the end of this, and I was so excited, um, to the point where that's why I'm fucking reading this to you right now, because I just read this book, and I'm like, fuck me, I've got to share it with you guys, like, straight away. I couldn't fucking help myself. So, um, yes, that is Hackslash Resurrection Issue 2. If you have any questions about Hackslash or um, Hackslash Resurrection or, you know, any other Hackslash comics like Hackslash vs. Vampblade or all that sort of stuff, I've read pretty much every Hackslash comic there is. Huge fan here. Uh, like I said, Casey Hack, she fucking does it for me. Um, so if you've got any questions on that, or if you've got any other comic book related questions, if you've got any comic requests that you want me to read, uh, if you're interested in being a special guest on the show, let me know. Uh, this is an interactive show, people. I want people to get involved, to get excited, to join in, have some fun and learn some things. Um, quick coffee break. It's getting to that lovely time of the day where I do have to go and start work, so I'll wind it up here. Hopefully I can finish the post on this really nicely and get rid of all that background sound of people coming and going from their factories. And um, so, yeah, thank you for listening yet again. Um, And I hope you enjoyed your Christmas, like I said earlier. And you can find this show on iTunes, on Stitcher. Drop by, leave me a comment on iTunes, rate it. let me know. Uh, every little thing helps. Get it out there. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about the New Pub World Order and all the amazing shows that we have on there. We've got shows for geeks. We've got shows for... We've got a lot of shows for geeks. We've got comedy shows. We've got everything. Everything you can possibly think of. If you're interested in putting out your own show, hit up uh, myself or uh, at TSD underscore zombie. And we'll point you in the right direction and tell you how you can, too, be a part of the New Pub World Order. It's for anyone. If you have something that you want to do, you do it. Um, so, yeah, guys, find us on New Pod World Order. Look at all the amazing shows. Uh, chat with people. Get out there. Tell them about us. Tell them about this show. Read some comic books. Um, I guess that's all the comic bullshit we have for this week. I have been Beach. Peace out, motherfuckers.